Welcome to another afternoon in the cabin of Crapper Creek, Alaska. My name is Glenner. I'm your lovely host. For the next 30 minutes or so, we're just going to have fun. This is not a very serious podcast. Uh, my wife, lovely Maria, will be in to talk about having sex in public. Dr. D from Animal Planet. We're going to talk about lost pets and how not to have lost pets. Uh, strange things left in Ubers. We also have ways to be a smart drinker. Legendary rocker Carmina Peace will join us to talk Ozzy Osbourne, Quaaludes, and sex. That's all coming up this week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. I know you think your life is crappy, things aren't going your way, life's giving you lemons, and you got no vodka. Ah, it's a bumpy road. But you know what? As bad as it may seem, others have it much worse, my friend. Which is why we bring you this segment we like to call... Fuck my life. (laughs) So these letters came from you, our troubled listener. Fuck my life. Here we go. Today, I tripped on my coffee table and fell face first into my cat's litter box. To make it worse, my cat was in there doing his business at the time, and no pun intended, I scared the poop out of him. He ran away terrified, then I tripped over him while I was trying to get to the shower. Today is simply not my day. Fuck my life. (laughs) Today, my adult daughter broke up with her boyfriend and moved back in with me because he kept doing things like inviting her on dates and trying to talk to her and even, God forbid, trying to have sex with her. All this apparently got in the way of her watching anime 24-7. I'm never getting rid of her, am I? Fuck my life. (laughs) Day, I had an elderly patient get verbally upset and complain to me because I used the words vaginal and breast. Did I mention I work at an OBGYN's office? Fuck my life. (laughs) Day, I got kicked in the crotch by a horse in my backyard. I don't own a horse. Fuck my life. (laughs) Today my mother-in-law moved in because she has a hip problem. I don't know what's worse, her her constant complaining and slob-like tendencies, or the eight cats she brought along with her. Fuck my life. I'm a woman, and today my neighbor asked me to stop flaunting my nudity where her husband can see me. By this, I believe apparently she meant my bathroom when I open the window to let the steam out because her husband can see me shower from her son's treehouse. Somehow, I don't think me or my window are the real problem here. Fuck my life. (laughs) Today, I started a new job. I also started my period. And I have the runs. (laughs) Fuck my life. (laughs) Today I watched a stray dog hump a garden gnome in my front yard. So did my two-year-old daughter. I've already had to stop her, quote, reenactments twice already. Fuck my life. Being the nice person I am, held the door open for an old man in a motorized wheelchair. He missed the door, ran over my foot, called me an idiot for getting in his way. Fuck my life. 
<laughs> Finally, at my mom's house, my daughter came running up to me with some sort of love heart hairband, demanding to wear it right now after a solid 30 seconds of trying to figure out how to get the band to fit around the child's head and hair. It started vibrating when I found out it was from my mom's bedside drawer. Fuck my life. <laughs> Your world ain't so bad now, is it? Now go out there and do something fun. From the farthest north rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Time to check in with uh, our man. He calls us every week. We talk with him. Uh, one of the uh, greatest drummers in the history of rock and roll. Just a legend. Don't say that lightly. It's the one and only Carmine, a piece uh, with us now. Are you in the car somewhere in uh, South Florida there? Yep, I'm, I'm, I'm in Florida driving my Jaguar, having a good time driving it. Oh, yeah. How can and, you uh, not have a good time driving a Jaguar? You could be going to, like, DMV, or uh, you could go to a court or have to go to, like, an eye exam. But if you're in a Jaguar, it would be a fun drive. Yeah, I'm going to uh, the, the post office. Yes, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about right there. That is fun. Uh, anyway, Carmine, of course, yeah. always has something going on. You've got an event coming up. It's going to be uh, you at a comedy club, but you're going to be, it's kind of like a storytelling, just about the, your days in rock. So a lot of it will be from your book, I would imagine, right? Stick it. Well, yes, and some that are not in the book, too. You know, uh, it's just going to be like the um, Carmine Peace Diaries on the screen, and then the diary opens up. And there's all these stories in there, you know, like John Lennon eats lasagna. I, I, we have so friends. many of these uh, over 15 years. Uh, I'd be surprised if there's yeah. some stories we don't have. I remember searching for White Castle with Ozzy Osbourne. I remember you guys uh, duct taping right. yep. uh, Rod Stewart into his room. I, I just uh, You've had so many great yep. ones. Now, here's one. What about the legend of the mud shark? Because if you remember, you got the second yep. half of that. Yep. You happened to tell that story here, and the lady that was there happened to live in Fairbanks, Alaska, and I put you two Which in touch unbelievable. together. Unbelievable. So all that and more. Unbelievable. Well, that sounds like yeah. a good night. Oh, now, what, gonna be in there. what club? Is this just a one-time deal, or are you going to do a tour? This is like the experiment. To okay. See how it goes. Nice. Yeah. With yeah. that said, it's funny we talk about Ozzy. Uh, he came up in the news this week, and I know you toured with him. You know Ozzy, and uh, we heard some great stories about you and Oz, and of course uh, the fallout you had with his wife Sharon and the lawsuits and all the BS. But this is funny. Uh, you know, of course, back in the late 60s, early 70s, uh, acid was all the rage. All the young kids were doing it. Ozzy says yeah. he remembers the very day he stopped doing acid. He says, quote, I took 10 tabs of acid and went for a walk in a field. I ended up standing there talking to this horse for about an hour. In the end, the horse turned around and told me to F off. And that was it for me. <laughs> Does that sound like well, Ozzy to you? Yeah, it sounds like his craziness, I'll it, tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he, did, he did a lot of drugs in his day. Yeah, yeah, he I did. I think he's paying for it now, though. I think he's paying for it now with the Parkinson's and all that stuff. Yeah, know? sadly, uh, that's very true. Of course, Carmine Apice, legendary rock drummer with us. Now, you partied in the day, but you seem, uh, uh, amongst so many of them that I know and have talked to, you seem to have kind of pulled the reins back sooner than many of them. But when did you say, all right, you know what? I think I'm going to grow up and just kind of, I want to live a long life. Well, I, there was no real time I, I did it because I was never really, like all my friends were into coke, you know? Right. I, I 
I tried it once and I didn't like it. It speeded you up and I already was sped up. Yeah. I'm from New York. <laughs> yes, I like I like quaaludes. Oh, yeah, the Aurora. The, come on, Lemon 714, baby. I remember those. I was there. I remember yeah, it. I, yeah, I'll admit yeah. it. But I, but I never went out. I never went crazy with it. You, right. know, I, you know, we met uh, with, with a woman, you know, they, they were nice having sex with it. You know? All right, there we go. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I was never that, that, that wild. And I was a bit of a pot smoker, but only when I wanted to go see, like, a Star Wars movie or some right. movie. Right. <laughs> I get wasted you know, to go to the movies or... Or I hear a new album and I have these speakers in my house that were huge and I'd sit in between them. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 some, things, some things require a little weed. Yeah. Sure, sure. All right, that's Carmine yeah, a piece. Yeah, so, uh, I tell you what, I want to hear more about your, your show at the Comedy Club. you got to tell us about it. I'm fascinated. I want in. I want to help out. I want to be your opening act and we'll talk. Carmine a piece live uh, from you, Florida. Thanks, buddy. You have a good day. Okay, man. Yeah. Okay, bro. Bye-bye. I skipped breakfast just for you folks so I could bring you a foodie roundup. You're welcome. Yeah! All right. Let us see what's in the food news. Papa John selling pizza without crust. I don't even know how that works. I guess it's like a bowl and it's got cheese and sauce and meat in it. Is that like boneless chicken wings? I don't know. Elsewhere, uh, in your booze news, want to drink less alcohol? No, I know, stupid question. But if you do, uh, here's what they say. A new study in the UK found people tend to drink less if... They use smaller glasses. Yeah, they tested uh, it with wine in 260 households and people who drank wine at least two standard bottles of wine each week. Each week? Marie and I can knock that back, you know, before the CBS Evening News is done. Yeah, I've got uh, two words for these so-called experts. Shot glasses. Blew a hole right in your theory. So, uh, we announced last week that uh, Snoop Dogg has new cereal out called Snoop Loops. <laughs> right. Uh, it claims to have more marshmallows. And uh, singer Jack White uh, uh, twi- uh, on Twitter said, well, more than what? A bag of sand? Typical Caesar salad? He had serious questions about soup- Snoop Dogg cereal. In an Instagram post, Jack noted the box has the phrase, more marshmallows on it. And he's wondering how much more. Uh, well, uh, or is it a demand from Snoop Dogg himself that we have more marshmallows in the world in general? All right, so I don't know. Again, the world needs to know, and so does Jack White. We don't know how many marshmallows are in the new Snoop Loops. Krispy Kreme has donuts out now for dogs. Yeah. Well, we just had, uh, I guess, National Dog Day. Celebrate Christy. Yeah, they're doing uh, donuts for dogs. Doggy donuts. They're shaped like uh, they're, uh, six donut-shaped biscuits inspired by their donuts. They, uh, now, they do say they're not making dog treats next to their normal donuts, so just keep that so you're not going to, like, <laughs> accidentally forget. 
Okay. Uh, and also for fun, limited edition bandanas for dogs. So while supplies last, along with your oh, there's going to be stoners that are going to mix that up and they're going to be eating those donuts. It's going to happen. Do we even need to ask? Is Taco Bell about to start serving actual pizza? Wow, huh? Taco Bell might uh, start selling actual pizza now. Close to it. They're calling a cheesy chipotle chicken flatbread. Toasted flatbread with chicken, onion, cheese. Basically, if, you, if you're thinking, wow, what do you mean? Taco Bell's going to add new toppings? New ingredients? No. They're just going to arrange arrange it in pizza form on flatbread. They're currently testing it in a few locations. Yeah, it's... Okay. So it's like an open-faced quesadilla then? Is that... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, here's a question that was asked if you're into the fast food. How many... Uh, how many years of your life would you give up for fast food? Uh, some people said the average was four years. Uh, here in Alaska, we went with two, but a few states said they would give up 12 years of their life to be able to eat fast food. Oh, God. I feel like I... It, Every time I've tried a Big Mac, it's taken a year off. Finally, potential cure for food allergies. Do you have food allergies? Well, the good news, they've got one. The bad news, uh, it smells like dog poop. (sighs) Give or take that one, huh? Can't blame it on the dog now. Yeah! Hey, welcome uh, on this fine day. It's uh, always good to have guests join us in the cabin, either live or on the phone. Most of them like to do it on the phone because nobody wants to drive out to the nasty little cabin. One of those is Dr. D. Thornell, you know from Animal House. You might remember from Animal Planet, Dr. D. Lescovet. Now, a vet for everywhere. Yep, on YouTube. It's on YouTube. You can check it out, Dr. D. And she's with us right now. Hi, D. How are you? Great. Now, things are in order, of course, and we'll bring you up to speed. Uh, kind of our theme uh, today is lost pets. So a group of us are hanging around the yard in the garden, having some beers and everything. And Big Zephyr, my big 100-pound blind lab, knows my yard well, but he's getting older. And he actually roamed up the trail. Oh, a couple hours later, we go, where's Zephyr? And we go, oh, no. So now our 100-pound dog is lost. And uh, we put him out, uh, you know, he's always in the yard somewhere. So, of course, we spread all over the place. And a neighbor sees me on the trail behind the house, says, hey, yeah, I saw him. This other lady had him. She saw he had an uh, Animal House collar uh, tag. So she has him. So I called you, left a message. You guys call me back. Give her the number or give me her number. And in an hour, I got my dog back. It was We were very fortunate. Not everybody is that fortunate. Our very own Amy Chazé has lost her cat, who's been gone for about a week and a half. And uh, unfortunately, she said that uh, she lives over in Westgate. And she said that there's a guy somewhere rumored in the neighborhood. She had three calls from people that said he had taken their cats, drove them out to the uh, past the airport and just pretty much set them free. And she got that confirmed by somebody else as well. So I don't know if that's the case or not. But our theme today is lost pets. And it's funny, you told me, you texted me back last night, said it 
wasn't the first. It was actually the third call you got just last night yeah, where it, somebody called strange. your tag. I don't know. It must be something in the air or is it a full moon? I don't know. But, yeah, we've had those little tags that say, if I'm lost or hurt, call Animal House. And believe right. it or not, we had to put that on because even though our name and number are on the rabies tag, people wouldn't call us. Right. So um, we get calls from Maine to Mexico, and a lot of times I know where the dogs are, but I don't know where the where the owners went. So, um we, um, it's a real good thing. I call it my Blue Cross insurance. So well, that'll yeah. work. Yeah, we had another one come down from Eagle Summit that they found him on the trail. And, wow. Yeah. And this one was a very nice lady who happened to be walking, and my dog happened to see their dogs, and they go, oh, my goodness, here's this big blind dog, and she was afraid he'd find his way to Yankovich and get hit. So she took him home, which was wonderful, and a great lady, and I owe her much. Um, Most but, folks are. They're wonderful, and that's how yeah. we use the Blue Crosses. And everybody goes, well, it's microchipped, and I've tried to even look up microchip tags and online, it's even sometimes they don't show up. So this is pretty dummy proof. You just call us. We take care of them. And you don't need a microchip reader or anything like that right, out but, in the middle of nowhere. So. And now, is it a good idea to put the dog's name on uh, a collar somewhere? It is if you can catch them. I mean, that's the first point. If you get, <laughs> You'll know their name and then they recognize their name and they'll go ahead and they'll be more friendly with you like, oh, okay, friends. Okay. So uh, your your number is good. Yes, uh, that's the next thing. I've, I've got to get that done because uh, we went, oh, my God, we don't even have our phone number on our blind dog's collar. So guilt hit us, of course. Yeah, so and uh, this particular owner had the dog's name and where they lived up by Eagle uh, Summit, but no phone number. But then we realized we couldn't get through to him anyway. So uh, we had to use the grapevine to get a hold of his dad, her dad. So, so you guys do a lot of uh, detective work when you find these dogs come in probably fairly regular, and I'm sure the pound has to do the same kind of thing, or do they just kind of... Uh, we'll lock it up and wait for somebody to get to us. Uh, at the animal shelter, they, do they do any uh, footwork to try to find the owners? I think they do if they've got a number or something on right. them, or they'll use the rabies tags. When I, For about a year, I took the blue crosses off because my name and number were on the rabies tag, and I animal shelter would call me and go, hey, we got one of your dogs. I'm right. like, why and, didn't they just call us? Now, <laughs> does the animal shelter uh, scan for chips? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. So and that's we a good do method. Too, if we don't recognize the pet and somebody brings them over here, the nice thing is, you know, if you, you've got a lot of folks that are really want to help. Right. And, you know, and if they can easily get an animal here, then um, it makes it easy for them. And then the pet parent doesn't get the fine. You right. know, and the mug shot and all that stuff of their dogs. So, yeah, because if you do find a pet and you end up taking it to the pound, the the person's going to have to pay some money and everything. There's some paperwork and everything to get the pet to get the dog back. Yep. Yeah, right. and it gets worse the more they get caught. Oh, right, right. I I would imagine so. Now, and in this case, mine. Um, I was going to talk about the perimeter fencing. I have one, the shock collar one. Yeah. And I got it years ago, and I put it on the lowest setting, and the first thing I did was shock myself with it. I put it right on my neck, walked past the thing, and it was a jolt. It didn't hurt, but it was a jolt. And that's all I needed for a Zephyr. And the cool thing is, is it would, uh, it's a wireless, so it sets up in my garage and uh, gives me about a, about a half acre perimeter, which is fine. That's a right around the, the yard and everything around the house. And it works great. And as he gets closer to the perimeter, it starts to beep. And yeah. it beeps quicker, quicker, quicker before he gets shot. So it, it would beep once and he would turn around. He got shocked once about four years ago and he, he figured it out. Yeah, and the other important thing is just if you're going to go out with your dog, take a leash and put him on a leash. There are bureau laws right. that say they have to be on a leash. And unfortunately, I know it's very upsetting to see a car hit your pet. 
but you are liable for any damage to the car. It's a legal thing. Yeah. You've got so to the, be very careful, and the last thing you want to do is have heartache and, you know, what is it right. called, insult to injury. Right, so, and, and, and that's uh, that's true. Now, uh, I live out off of Scarland Trail. It's a big, nice, beautiful trail, and I will let him run off leash on the trail. I would never do it anywhere near roadways or people. Yeah. I mean, uh, if and he safe. doesn't run off either. So. Well, and training, you know, make sure they know to come. You know, if they're food motivated, just make sure every time you go out, you whistle and give them a treat. Pretty soon, the seventh time, they're hearing the whistle and they're coming. Right. Now, there's these new brands, these halo brands of collars and these new uh, smart collars and things coming out. I don't know if you know anything about any of them, how gimmicky they are or what works best. Well, some of them have tracking devices that are satellite and pretty spendy to go ahead and keep um, the app on your phone. Um, you know, and I, I look at it a little bit like, well, that's kind of an excuse to say I don't have to follow borough leash laws. Right, right. And I so, can see that. But it still comes down to you got to find them. And if they're out of, you know, cell service, you can't. There you are. That's but, why. That's right. And uh, think, boy, we could talk about this all day. Oh, yeah. We're going to roll that as Dr. D. So keep your pets safe. Keep them on a leash. Try out the new colors, and uh, we'll go from there. D, always fun. It's always great. You go uh, do some detective work, find some more dogs, and we'll talk next week. Actually, I'm going to go extract a tooth. Okay, there okay. we go. Okay. <laughs> Take care. Uh, at least you're not cutting the balls off something, or is that oh, this I afternoon? Did that. Oh, that was this morning. <laughs> sure. Hey, this is all weird news. I just got some really weird news. That is weird. It's time for the Crumper Creek Wild News Report! Okay, and here are the headlines this week from the cabin. Glenner reporting. Health experts recommend adults get 150 minutes of moderate exercise per week. Yeah, good luck with that. And no, America, chewing is not considered moderate exercise. Stop it. I got up this morning. Does that count? Papa John's now selling a pizza without crust. Makes sense. I mean, for years they were selling pizza without taste. So elsewhere, a man chopped off his own junk during a dream. During a dream? The hell was he dreaming? That he was married to Hillary Clinton? How does that happen? I'm going to just cut my dick off now. Raising a kid now costs over 300 grand. This news update brought to you by condoms. 300,000. Well, that's, you know, like 150,000 for, you know, all the supplies and clothing and feeding them. And then another 150,000 for your vodka intake. Working from home has fueled a rise in porn addiction. That's not great for society as a whole, but man, if you're in the tissue and hand lotion business, things could not be better right now. Experts now say monkeypox will soon be a, quote, established STD, unquote. I think an STD is established once it shows up in Charlie Sheen's blood work. That's how you know it's established. Should be any day now, to be honest. Scientists say that as humans evolved, they gave up screaming for speaking. The few humans who resisted, of course, went on to host The View. Hey, they say eating grapes protects against Alzheimer's. That's right, America. The jelly in your donut fights Alzheimer's. Go score a baker's dozen. Conservative dating site called The Right Stuff launches soon. 
Oh, that ought to be fun. Yeah, it's perfect for singles who really love Bush. Hey, you went there, not me. I was just going to say pussy, but Bush was funnier. Um, Finally, dancers at an L.A. strip club are trying to form a union. Yeah, they'll be the city's first union that collects dues in sweaty, moist, nasty-smelling folded singles. Did I really have to throw in moist? This has been the Crumpet Creek World News Report. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Okay, so I've got M with me on the phone because I got this. It was a poll done. Hi, Maria. Hi, baby. Hi, baby. What's going on? Well, uh, I got this poll, and they're talking about the best places to have sex in public. Now, we've been married a long time. We've, 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 we've been there, done that. Even before we were both married, we, we had some fun. Get a load of this list. Number 10 on the list of best places to have sex. This was 10. Uh, church. <laughs> You're going to hell for yep. sure. Yep. Going straight to hell. No passing two. go, no collecting 200 bucks. <laughs> uh, I don't know. 2% of people said it's the best place to get it on in public. I don't even know how that's possible. I just think uh, that's just wrong. Unless you live there. I mean. Oh, all right. Who lives in a church? Um, on a taxi, uh, in a taxi or an Uber. Nope. That's gross. Uh, on an airplane. Nope. No matter how ta- many times I've tried to talk, even on that uh, continental, intercontinental flight, you just wouldn't do it. I'm not joining that club, baby. Uh, in a movie theater. Um, nope. You had to think about that one. Uh, in a <laughs> public bathroom. That's just disgusting. Ew. Really? Oh, my God. Who would do that? Uh, 23-year-olds who have had way too many daiquiris. Oh, my God. Uh, Gross. At, here's one. At the office. We're not going to talk about that one. <laughs> we both have bosses that might wow. be listening right now, so wow. let's leave that alone. Here we go. Uh, okay, well, you know, plead the fifth, sure. Uh, at the beach. Um, yeah, no, I mean. We've done it, but it's not it's, kind of, it's not, not nearly not, as romantic as this show. It's not as cool as everybody thinks it is. No, sand it is everywhere. not. There's sand and salt water. It's, it's a pain I in the I know. Uh, I know. In a public park. That's just creepy wrong. Um, here's one in the woods, number two in the woods. We did that one. Yeah, well, probably we, a couple times. <laughs> woods, jungles, mountainsides. We've done that. Fine woods. Give us, give us nature. We're all in. Um, yep. And number one in a parked car. Yep, done that. Yeah, we've done that a couple times. Yep, now, yep. before we were married, we we're talking about the coolest place uh, we'd ever done. Mine. Um, before I met you, uh, with an ex uh, in an ele- it was the elevator in the Lathrop Building. And another one was on a dock in Florida watching the uh, fireworks. And do you, where's yours? <laughs> uh, hot air balloon. Yeah. That, okay. That trumps what I got. Hot air balloon is yeah, awesome. With, with a male stripper, too. That, he was hot. Oh, my God. Look at this woman I've married. <laughs> what have I done? What a lush. All right. Well, plus, but uh, I think when you do it in a parked car, there's other things you've got to keep in mind. Like uh, things you don't want to hear. I think, uh, wait, are are we rolling? Would be a bad thing to <laughs> uh, ignore the baby. She'll sleep right through it. Ew, that's <laughs> All right, if nobody ever comes to this corner of the woods, who's that dude outside the car in the hockey mask? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Too bad this seat won't go back further or I'd reciprocate. 
Oh, you made that sound really sleazy, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, how else can... Yeah, of course it is. They're talking about... Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's see. Sorry, but I can only get leverage if I push the horn. <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> Damn, I thought the cops never patrolled this street. Yeah. <laughs> car alarm, car alarm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Armor all is not going to get that stain out. Ew. All uh, right. Another thing you don't want to hear during sex in a parked car Hey, that's not the gear shift. <laughs> All right, so we'll just let you get back to it, you little floozy in your hot All air right. balloon. All right. Love you, baby. <laughs> All right, I don't know if you have plans uh, ahead for the weekend or, I don't know, maybe tonight, maybe this afternoon, maybe right now. I don't know what your drinking habits are. Who am I to judge? If you're easing into a night when you know you'll be having multiple drinks, you may think, okay, I just have to pace myself. Then almost immediately after that, your pace goes off the rails and you're stumbling and covered in vomit. They surveyed a bunch of people, uh, 21 and over. 52% consider themselves what they call smart drinkers, meaning they think they've mastered the art of knowing what and how much to drink. Generally speaking, here's what they suggest. Most smart drinkers pace themselves at about two drinks per hour. And they usually choose, uh, typically choose low-volume alcoholic beverages. Yeah. The secret to enjoying adult beverages is to limit yourself to two bush lights an hour? No. You know what? I, the seltzers and stuff, those low-alcoholic low, uh, the, um, oh, the, the claw, the white claw and everything, you can drink those all night. They're fine. Smart drinkers generally eat a meal before drinking. That's good. And they make sure not to mix different types of alcohol. See, this is all, they should call it smart drinking. I call it veteran drinking. My days of just going till I get, you know, and puking, getting up. I haven't had a hangover in a very long time, and I still enjoy a nice alcoholic beverage. If I'm at home, I might go a little further. If I know I'm, I'm not, I'm going to be out and about or driving. Yeah. Also, that two-drink-an-hour thing works, and it works better if you throw in uh, a bottle of water in between each one. Then you're still drinking all night. You're just not getting to excess. Being a smart drinker. But I'm sure there's other ways to be a smart drinker, and I think the best way to teach that would be with an educational moment. 95.9 presents an X-Rock Morning Show educational moment. Ways to be a smart drinker. Never offer to buy a round for the bar if Johnny Depp is there. Remember to unplug the jukebox when you hear the opening chords of Achy Breaky Heart. While sitting alone drinking at the mirrored bar, try not to be bummed out by the person staring back at you in the mirror. If you start seeing double, that would be a good time to stop playing darts. Want to take a swing at a biker? Don't miss. Another way to be a smart drinker, simply watch Judy Giuliani and do the opposite. Once your liver begins to whimper, that's a sign to switch to water. Leave the TV at the bar on the Raiders game no matter how much you want to change the channel to ice dancing. 
And finally, the best way to be a smart drinker, never accept a cocktail from Bill Cosby. We hope these will help you become a smart drinker. Now, drink them if you got them. Have you ever left something behind in an Uber? Well, you're definitely not the only one. It happens constantly. For some drivers, it's a surprise if they can get through a day without adding to the lost and found. Uber released a list of the 10 things that people left behind the most over the past year. Uh, Fairly, I think you could probably nail most of these. Cell phones, number one, wallets, keys, backpacks, purses, headphones, speakers, glasses, clothes, vapes, jewelry, IDs, and passports. And that's, yeah, if you're going to leave something behind, that would be something, right? However, however, Uber also shared some of the weird things left behind. A pizza costume. What? Like a slice of pizza, a pizza costume. And uh, it's Boba Time apron. 500 grams of caviar. <laughs> So, uh, I like this one is in quotes. Some tater tots. Eh, just somebody left some tater tots back there. I don't know if it's a bag, like frozen ones, or if they were you know, like from Cheesehead Joint and they were totally loaded tater tots. A box of unicorn band-aids. Well, that's kind of fun. An employee of the month plaque. Uh, somebody was thrilled about that. Ah, he probably left it on purpose. A breathalyzer. Well, that would explain why they were in the Uber. And a crochet strawberry. Oh, oh, here's a good one. A metal leg. All right, who gets out of the car and forgets their leg? Are they hopping down the road going, God, I'm forgetting something. A power washer. All right, now those are big items. It's not like it fell between the cracks. A small rhinoceros sculpture. A spray tan machine. What? A breast pump. And a windmill. All right, a windmill. Had to be a tiny little kind of windmill do you have in an Uber. Breast pump is weird. Still trying to get over the metal leg. Probably the same dude that left the breast pump. Way too much fun this week. Want to thank our guests, legendary rocker Carmine Apice, Dr. D from Animal Planet, Lovely Maria and the rest of you. We're going to do it again next week from the cabin. Remember to share this, like it, give us any comments, feedback. We'll take it all. I can handle it. It's okay. But do share it with friends. Follow me online, Twitter. You'll find me on the World Wide Web. Search live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. You'll find not only this podcast, which you already already did, obviously, but you're going to find other stuff too. Uh, You're going to find our YouTube channel, the Twitter page, and remember, on Facebook. And, of course, we stream live at xrock959.com. We'll see you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast, with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glentertainment production.